Heyo! Welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Hello, my Built to Be You friend. I think today's episode is going to be one that you can really, really relate to. And I say that because I've been going through this exercise with a lot of my one-on-one nurse coaching clients, and it's been such like an aha moment for all of them, and they've been able to go and apply it in real time. So that is my goal for you today, and you probably push today, play on today's episode because you're feeling like you need to recharge your batteries. You're feeling pretty low energy. You're feeling tired. You're feeling exhausted. You're feeling like no matter what you do, no sleep is never enough. And I want you to, you know, just kind of assess and check in with yourself. How many times have you told yourself jokingly, that's it. I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I'm so burnt out. I just need to crawl in a hole and sleep for like at least six weeks. Nobody disturbed me, right? And I have definitely been there. There's been seasons where I'm like, holy cow, no matter what I do, it's still so hard to keep my eyeballs open. And I'm very much in a season right now where I feel so excited about life more days than not. And it's because I've done this little reframe and I've started to redefine what rest versus recharge means. Or think about, you know, you get off a rough stretch of 12 hour shifts. You're rightfully exhausted. You go to bed the minute you walk in the door, you sleep for 12 plus hours, then you lay in bed for the whole day, you binge your favorite Netflix series. And then a couple days later or a day later, it's time for your next shift and you still feel worn out or run down, exhausted. And you're like, wait, I still feel so tired even after sleeping for that long. Like, am I ever going to have energy again? And been there, done that, right? But I want to chat with you about this concept of resting versus recharging. And when you think about the lack of energy, you probably also correlate that with, you know, just poor overall life satisfaction, poor job performance, or, you know, poor quality of work. You know, you crave the energy so that way you can do things on your day off. You can go out and adventure. You can spend time with your significant other. You can go on date night. You can go hang out with your friends and feel excited and recharged and energized to show up for that thing, right? So energy is not scarce. Energy is everywhere. Energy is being exchanged at every single moment, but it's knowing whether what you're doing is an energy drain or an energy gain. And I've done a lot of episodes on that concept itself, but today I want to talk about resting and recharging. So I did a quick little good old Google Google search. What is the definition of rest? And per Google, rest is the cease of work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. And recharge is to regain energy or spirit. And so with some of my nurse coaching clients over the last couple of weeks, I've been asking them, you know, when we're going over their schedule and we're assessing their bandwidth and seeing, you know, where is their energy going? Where do we need to manage the energy a little bit better? So that way you can show up for the things that you are excited about type of thing. And I just want to ask you, as you're listening to this, when you think about the word rest, what do you think? What kind of activities do you think of? 
And where do you feel it in your body? I know for me, when I think about rest, I think about slower movement, kind of just lounging around. I think of sleeping or napping. And I think of kind of just this like lull in life. And when I think about recharge, what do you think about when you think of recharge? Where do you feel it in your body? What kinds of activities recharge you? When you think about recharge, what does that word even mean to you? Um, and when you kind of start to think about it and you feel it in your body and you start to put activities under each category of rest versus recharge, chances are recharge are going to be more of the activities that make you feel, you know, reignited, reinvigorated, excited, creative, happy, you know, just that deep belly feeling of fulfillment. Um, and I truly do believe that the way they feel inside your body are very unique, right? And I think that the words can be used interchangeably, but for the sake of this episode, I want to talk about them as separates because I believe that you can rest between shifts or on the weekends, but if you don't also do recharging activities, the rest may feel like it took away from you instead of adding to it, right? Because if you're just sleeping your whole day away and you're not incorporating anything into your daily activities that recharge it recharges you or excites you, then you go into your next shift or your next work week and you're like, man, I didn't do anything for myself except for sleep all day, right? So think about your own life. You got eight hours of sleep, you woke up feeling refreshed, but you still felt like you needed to do something else to be more excited about your day off. Again, to have that feeling of like refreshed and recharged to go back to work. You know, maybe after your eight hours of sleep, you went for a run or you hit the gym or you went out with girlfriends or you took a hike or you spent time outdoors and the energy inside of you felt different than that energy you felt after a good quality night of sleep. And I believe it's because those activities, hobbies, those things are the recharging part of rest. They light you up. They bring you back to life. They re-spark your creativity or energy, your desire to show up to life. They rekindle relationships. They evoke those deep belly laughs. They push you to explore. And when you are engaged with life, you're also re-engaging with yourself. Recharging activities are going to look different for each person. And it's important to know how you recharge, right? And Let's talk about this concept of introvert versus extrovert really quick, because I think this is a very common misconception that somebody's like, oh, I'm an introvert. I'm shy. I don't like to be around people. And extroverts like, oh, they just like, like they're people, people, they're people, they're people, people persons. (laughs) That was a really hard word to say. They're people that enjoy being around others. And really introvert versus extrovert means how you like to recharge or how you recreate energy. So introverts create their energy and they recharge by doing solo activities. Think about working out by yourself, going on a hike by yourself, making dinner by yourself. And if you do those activities and afterwards you get done, you're like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good. Like I'm feeling like I am re-energized versus extroverts recharge best or recreate their energy best by being in group settings, by being around people, you know, going to social events, going to weekly brew night run club, you know, um, 
having somebody else cook dinner with them. And I always kind of joke, and I don't know if this is a real thing, but I always call myself an introverted extrovert because there's certain things that I do by myself that really recharge me. But there's also certain seasons or certain days where I do crave that social interaction and I do get recharged by meeting a friend at a coffee shop or going out on a group paddleboard date or something like that, right? Um, but there's also seasons or days, nights, where I really like to go paddleboard by myself. And so it's really just like assessing and checking in with yourself and just asking like, hey, what do I need right now to recharge myself? And, you know, the awareness of where your energy is drained is super important. For example, if you only have one day off in the middle of four or five shifts and the thought of going to family game night wants to make you bang your head against a wall, you have to know to protect your peace and protect your energy and know that that is not going to recharge you, that you're probably going to go into your next work shift feeling resentful and annoyed. So that's kind of where communication and boundaries and awareness comes in of like, what do I really want to show up for now? Like what would make me feel really excited? And I will always like, I will die for this, that your energy is your most valuable resource. Because like I said at the beginning of the episode, energy is always being exchanged. And if you don't know one, where your energy is going, then you're never going to know how to recreate it. But also you have to know how you best recharge your own batteries. And there's this one quote that I quote that I really love. It's like, you know, we all freak out and would like jump across the bar if our phone was at 10%. But when our own personal energy batteries get to 10%, we're like, oh, I'll deal with it next week. I'll sleep next week. I'll do my recharging activity next week. And like, sister, that's not how it works. Because when your battery is empty, when you have absolutely nothing left to give, you have no way to recharge how do you expect to show up to life, right? With the intention and with the attitude that you want. And I feel like we spent a lot of time talking about recharging because I do think it's so incredibly important, but it's also important that we do talk about rest and ways that rest might look like for you. And sometimes we confuse, at least personally for me, I used to think like rest meant doing nothing. And that's also not true, right? Because When I asked you to think about the activities that make you feel restful, you know, that give you that visceral feeling of rest, for you that might be knitting, it might be doing a puzzle, it might be hammocking, it might be taking a nap, it might be reading a book. So rest doesn't have to equal doing nothing. Rest equals activities that make you stop working or stop moving in order to relax and refresh and recover your strength, right? There's a reason why they recommend rest days after hard workouts or they recommend rest days within your workout regimen. It's so that way your body can relax, get back in tune with itself, recalibrate so that way you're ready for the next day or the next workout or the next task. And I think, again, that rest and recharge can be used interchangeably But I do believe that a recharging activity can also be a restful activity and vice versa. So I want you to do a self-assessment right now and ask yourself and even get a phone note up on your phone and put rest in one bullet point and recharge in the other bullet point and start to list out the activities that you think of when you think of the feeling of rest and when you think of the feeling of recharge. And the next time that you have a day off and you're just going through this jokingly, you know, 
slur of words of like, that's it. I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I'm so burnt out. I just need to crawl in a hole and sleep for six weeks. Do you actually need to do that? Does your body physically need six weeks of sleep? Or do you just need to be better about resting more frequently to relax and refresh and then incorporate recharging activities into not only your days that you're off, but also the days that you work? You know, there is ways to sprinkle in recharging activities, even if you're at work for 12, 13, 14 hours a day, you know, as a recharging activity for you going for a walk, how can you incorporate five or 10 minute walks throughout your workday is a recharging activity for you talking to somebody else. Who can you call on your commute home, right? So we think about these tasks and these habits that have to be grandiose and they have to take all of this time and like have uber commitment to them. That's crap, right? The fact is, is that rest and recharge gets to be simple. You just have to be mindful and aware. And after listening to this episode, I hope that you go throughout the rest of your week asking yourself, what is this activity doing? Is it resting me or is it recharging me? What is the purpose of the thing that I'm doing? Is it draining every ounce, every last little bit that I have to give? Or is it giving me something to work with, something to give back to myself, okay? And life is too damn short to go around throwing the pity party of I'm so exhausted. And this is a little bit of tough love mitt coming in. If you are always exhausted, if you are that person who is a grumpy a-hole because you have no energy left to give, you have no fingers to point at anybody else except for yourself because you are the protector and the creator of your own energy and that ball falls on you, my friend. And that might not be what you want to hear right now. You might want to blame it on your job or your relationship or your family strain. And that's fine. That might play a role in it. But what can you control and what can you not control? You can control the energy that you give out, the way that you create and the way that you show up. If there's somebody in your life or something in your life that is an absolute energy drain, how can you get rid of it? How can you switch it up and exchange it for something else? And you might be like, oh, Michaela, I can't do that. I can't exchange my annoying little brother or my mom or my sister or my job. Maybe, maybe that's true, but you can set boundaries with how much time you spend with them. You could seek out another job, you know, realize that your internal environment, that is the only thing you are in control of. You can't control your external environment, but you can control the way that you show up to the external environment. And now I'm just going on a downward spiral of all the reasons why I think that you are not taking full ownership of your energy because you don't realize how much power and how much control you really you really have over the people, places, and things that you give your energy to. And at any given moment, you have the choice to choose a different life and a different narrative than the one that you are playing in your head right now. And that is the mic drop that I am going to end this episode on. My friend, I am so proud of you for showing up in this space with me today to really engage and be here and be present and to put into action. You know, you can listen to this 15-minute episode, but if you don't take the words and the wisdom that you hear in this episode and go apply it to your life, it means nothing. It's in one ear and out the other ear and then it's dust. So go out there and define what rest and recharge means to you and figure out how you can incorporate more of those activities, hobbies, tasks into your every single day. And when you do that, make sure you tag me over on Instagram at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore so I can cheer you on as always. Thank you. 
before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.